good morning or good day <clears throat> to God be the glory for all he has done for us over the past weekend we magnify his holy name for every services in our churches yesterday in which I believe we have been blessed and the blessing will not depart for us, from us in Jesus name this morning we are starting by examining some kings in the Bible after Elisha has passed on, things happen. Um, in fact, many things happen. And this morning we are considering this topic, what like I yet? What like I yet? We are taking our test from the book of Matthew chapter 19. I'm reading verses 16 to 22. And behold, one came to him and said, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And said to him, Why callest thou me good? There is no good but one. That is but that is God. But if thou we enter into life, keep the commandments. He said unto him, Which Jesus said, Thou shalt do no mother, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear for witness. Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as I said. The young man said unto him, All these have I kept from my youth of what lack I yet? What lack I yet? Jesus said unto him, Thou will be perfect. Go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. But when the young man had that thing, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possession. This is the word of the Lord for us this morning. I want to do examination of some of the kings. And according to this place, walk like I yet. The year is winding up. We have just barely around 10 days more to go. What are the things that you are still lacking that you know will disqualify you from getting to heaven? What are the things you are still lacking? We have enjoyed the grace of God and His mercy over us in protection and preservation of life. God has been providing for us and He has sustained us thus far from beginning of the year. We have few days more to go. It will have been good so that you know end your life sorrowfully so that you will not find out at the latter end that those little things that you are lacking can hinder you from getting to God's kingdom. Shortly after Elisha's death, several kings reigned in the land of Israel. I want to see some of their record. In 2 Kings chapter 14, verses 3 and 4, talking about Amaziah. The Bible says, And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, yet not like David his father. And he did according to all things that Joash his father has done. How bet? Nevertheless, the high places were not taken away. That is concerning Isaiah. Talking about Jeroboam 2, in 2 Kings chapter 14, verses 23 and 24. In the fifteenth year of Amaziah, the son of Joah, the king of Judah, Jeroboam, the son of Joah, the king of Israel, began to reign in Samaria. He reigned forty and one years, and he did that which was evil. Jeroboam two concerning Azariah, second Kings chapter fifteen verses three and four, and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah had done, save that the high places were not removed. Concerning Shalom. He reigned for only one month. 
There was no record of anything good I did concerning Zechariah, another king, in chapter 15 of Second King, verse 9. The Bible had this record. I did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord concerning Mehan, in verses 17 and 18. Mehan. And the Bible says, in the ninth and twentieth year of Ezariah, the king of Judah began Nehanim, the son of Gadi, to reign over Israel. I reigned ten years. I did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. Concerning Pekah, the Bible said that he reigned for two years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. Jotham was another king. Chapter 15 of Second King, verses 30, 30, 34 and 35. I did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. He did according to his father Uzziah and How bet? Nevertheless, bet the high places were not removed. Concerning Ahaz, the son of Ezekiah, 2 Kings chapter 16, verse 2. 20 year old was Ahaz when he reigned in reign. He reigned 16 years in Jerusalem and did not that which was right in the sight of the Lord. He did not what was right in the sight of the law. What about Hosea? Hosea was another king in 17 verse 2, second king. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. Now going to the record or account of King Ezekiah. In second king chapter 18 verses 2, and three. 25 years old was he when he began to reign. And he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Abi, the son of Azekariah. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that David his father did. Jesus tested the rich man at his weakest area. All these kings we have read of had their one weak area or the other. Either they did evil or they did that which was right, but they still lack one thing. One thing that will lack us. Let's take time as the year is rounding up. That one thing that you know, that one thing that others are pointing at, that one thing that people are making mention of could be a hindrance from getting to heaven. That one obligation. Let's remember the story of this man. He did not fail in keeping the commandment. But when it comes to obligation, those promptings of the Spirit, those things that the Lord is asking him to do, he did not do it. He didn't want to do it. He went away sorrowfully. And on the last day, there will be sorrow for many. That's why those who profess to be children of God because of one thing that they are lacking. And they refuse to walk on it. All the kings that were mentioned this morning were not fully committed. They all had this weak point, but they did not walk on it. What you lack is very small, but that small thing can block your entrance to the kingdom of God. Please mark it. Work on it. Many of us, we are running away from the popular sin. We are not committing murder. We are not stealing. We are not killing. But we neglect our obligation. It's a test of Christian obligation. Thousands of these disobedience in words, in thoughts, in deed are marked against us. 
and that could hinder us on the last day. That prompting of the Holy Spirit to preach the word of God and you refuse to heed. That prompting of the Holy Spirit for you to stand up and go and pray for someone and thank for another one. That prompting of the Holy Spirit where he uses people around you to tell you certain areas you need to work on and you refuse to work on it. That could be an hindrance. Look at the list of several things, but they are lacking one thing. Nevertheless, how bet? Bet the high places. The son of Jerubah, the son of Nebat, was not done with. They continue in it. Some did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, but nevertheless, all those statements punctuate whatever good thing the person has done in the beginning. Don't forget that message I gave to us about one thing about bets in the history of life. Talk about Naaman the leper the other time. Bet he was a leper. He was the captain of the Syrian army. He was a mighty man. He threw him. Many exploits were done. Victories were attained. Bet. Let's work on it. You could hinder us. What are you lacking? The year is ending. We have just about 10 days more to go. Create time. It could be one day to go before the Lord and crown to Him, asking Him to intervene in the affairs of your life so that that change you are looking towards will come into your life. I know many are not failing in the area of those sins, big, big sins, as you call it, quote and unquote, murder, robbery, witchcraft, sorcery. And so on and so forth. But in the area of obligation, are you doing your duty unto God? When in the area of word and thought, are you bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ as the year is winding up? Those negative thoughts that are coming, are you doing something about it? Are you working on it? Remember, Christ is coming very soon. What are you lacking? All these things try, except Ezekiah. But they lack in one thing or the other. That area you are lacking. That's what the heaven is pointing out. Remember the letter to seven churches in the book of Asia. He said to the church of Philadelphia, you have tried in this, you have tried now. Nevertheless, I have this something against you. To the church of Ephesus, you have tried to keep the faith. You are righteous, you are serving me. Nevertheless, you have less your first love. Repent quickly, or I take away your life. This morning, let's examine ourselves. 2 Corinthians 35, let us test and examine ourselves and return back to the Lord. This is a time of returning. This is a time of examination. Yes, one, you know, do a budget of your life. Appraise yourself. See the feedback from heaven and adjust. Work on yourself so that at the end, you will not miss heaven. What thing do I lack? What again? Am I lacking? Jesus told that man what is lacking. In the Old Testament, we see the list of kings, many kings that say have one thing they are lacking. Let's walk on that one thing so that on the last day, we will not regret according to this. And I pray for you as you are going this way, as you are observing your public holiday. The Lord Almighty will help you. He will give you grace to be able to examine yourself and be able to make adjustments before the end of the new year. God will help you. He helped Ezekiah. He will assist you. He sustain him. He will sustain you. God's grace was sufficient for Apostle Paul. He will be sufficient for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, spend time and work on that 
One thing that you are lacking. And God will help you. God bless you. Good morning.